right, so I want to start off by confessing to you here. Um, a confession of sorts that I was not looking forward to this sermon. Um, I've had a couple months to prepare for it, but it, there was not any enthusiasm. Um, that's because we, we have a diminishment of, of attendance. We have a diminishment of participation in our church. And so why take hours and hours of writing and research and preparation to speak to maybe 25% of the congregation? Maybe just a few people online, a few views. So I, I, honestly, I was, I was struggling. I was struggling to come up with a sermon. I had a couple other subjects, and um, even as uh, recently as last week, I really wasn't sure what I was going to talk about today. And then something happened. As, as I prayed for guidance from the Holy Spirit, I was inspired last week. Um, and one of our, now we have 930 Sabbath schools over at the, um, at the uh, fellowship hall. And something happened there where I changed. And here we are, here I am before you. And let's hope that, the, that I'm able to convey what the Spirit wants you to know and take away today. And that is Burl. One of our members here, 95 years old, showed up at Sabbath school. With labored, and she's here with us today in the sanctuary, and thank you for being here. She is 95 years old, suffering through breathing and health issues, but she made it here to be with us, and we're with her, and that should say something. That should say something that if she can be here, those that are online watching, thank you for being here. If you, if you had a choice to be here, you should be here. There's an example. This is the body of Christ. This is not about coming to church and going through the motions. It's about being with your brothers and sisters, but more importantly, having your faith renewed so you can go out in the world. And so we're going to get into, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts as to why is it, it's crucial to you as a believer to be at church. And I understand it's hard for some, and, you know, COVID we'll talk about. There, there, are, there are reasons why people can't attend, and we want to pray for you and them so that you can remain strong. But we cannot lose sight of the truth. We're here. This is the body of Christ. It's us coming together that manifests Christ in the, in the physical. And we can't lose sight of that as the world is trying to tear us apart. So for those who um, showed up here today, I, I just want to say that you're the reason why I found a lot of inspiration in writing this sermon. And I, and I definitely want to give hope to the brothers and sisters who are online. Um, matter of fact, Sharon, how many people are watching online right now? Seven people. Seven people are viewing it online. Now we know that there's going to be cycling on YouTube and recording, so we'll have 100 views. And that's not bad. That's not bad. But here we are in, in the moment with God. And those that are watching, you know, if you have health issues, we pray for you. Pray for you that you have health. But those that are in your PJs and choosing not to be here, or you're going to watch it later, this sermon's for you too. And the Spirit has a message, a loving message, and I hope I can deliver it in that tone. Um, but those that are here today in the sanctuary, I, I'm, I have a special prize for you at the end of this. Okay, so make sure you hold me to it. 
So as I was saying, I had a lot of pessimism about, about the leading up to this sermon. And I started look, looking into the shaking part. Is this the beginning? Is this the rumblings of another shaking? Um, of the church is shaking, meaning people are leaving the church. And so um, I, I did some research. And first slide, please. I looked at Christian Experience and Teachings 177.1, and allow me read it. The numbers of this company had lessened. Some had been shaken out and left by the way. The careless and indifferent who did not join with those who prized victory and salvation enough to perseveringly plead and agonize for it did not obtain it. And they were left behind in darkness. And their places were immediately filled by others taking hold of the truth and coming into the ranks. Evil angels still pressed around them, but could, but could have no power over them. And so that, there, that end part could have no power over them. Sister Burl, when you came here last week and here you are today, you're showing that evil cannot prevail. You are inspiring me. And, and, I, and I think this congregation, and let me just say, it's not just our church, it's not just this church of the SDA or the conference, it's every Protestant church, it's every church that's enduring this, and Satan is getting the upper hand, and this sermon's about fighting that back, and getting more souls here, because this is just a hint of what's yet to come when we talk about Sunday laws. So if you're not coming to church now because of the fear of social distancing and COVID, which is legitimate, but we've been, we've been uh, meeting here for a while now, folks. We've been here since July, and not one case of COVID. But yet, there's people afraid of coming. Why is that? Amen. Amen. Sing it, sister. I'm sorry for those online who didn't hear it. You have to be here to hear some good um, um, spirit talking. But we got it going on here in the sanctuary. And let me just press it. If, if I offend anyone, it's not my intent. But if you have an issue, come to church next week and talk to me about it. Don't, don't, um, you know, don't tweet about it. Don't message. Um, you can, we can break bread here in the sanctuary as brothers and sisters. And we can come and um, square away our differences of opinion. So COVID has chased away believers from the church for good. Um, th there's a sad note here. There are members of this church we will not see again. And that's a sad, sad thing. Um, there might be reasons that they were offended. That's nothing new. You know, but now COVID has been you know, the, that, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And... Even though now there's vaccinations, there's diminishment of deaths, diminishment of hospitalizations, they still won't come back. They might not even go to another church. They're done with the body of Christ. And that's something that we need to um, address. You know, it affects us. It affects our church. It affects our ministry. And, it's, and how are we going to survive it's, it's you that are here today, and those who have come over the course of the last six months, um, but you know, we couldn't make it because of travel or family or whatever, um, it's going to be you that keeps this church strong. It's going to keep one another strong when we endure the final days. 
when we have to go through the Sunday laws. Because if, you, if, if, if a mask is keeping you from coming in here, how are the Sunday laws going to affect you? So we need to be strong for one another. And, and that's what the, the glory of God is about, coming to church. It's not just ministering out there you know, to non-believers. It's also ministering to one another and keeping one another strong. And I, and I know that there's times you wake up in the morning, you don't want to come to church. I don't want to go through the fuss of getting dressed. I don't, you know, there's, this, all, there's all these obstacles. Or I don't want to hear that speaker. I'm not inspired. I mean, all the things that we all go through. Um, and, but when you finally get here, when I get here, I'll talk personally. I, I'm glad I'm here. And sometimes it's not because of the sermon. It, it was Sabbath school. Or it was talking to somebody I haven't seen for the week. And they say something to me, and it makes my day, and it makes my week. Just like with Burl, with, with being at Sabbath school. It, it, this shows where humanity has to interact. We can't be isolated. And Scripture will talk about this. Now, God warned us about what I'm talking about. God knows us better than we do. Know ourselves, right? And so, in, next slide, please. Let's pull up Deuteronomy. When God destroys the nations in the land where you will live, don't follow their example in worshiping their gods. Do not ask, how do these nations worship their gods? And then go and worship as they do. You must not insult the Lord your God like that. So what does that mean? My, my interpretation is, if you're in your pajamas watching this sermon, or any sermon, you're really following the world. And so you're not... You're not coming together. I'm sorry if that sounds like a judgment, but convenience is not going to cut it, okay? It's not going to cut it. You've got to be here um, with your brothers and sisters for your own sake. It's not about writing a check, you know, to keep the church going. It's not about um, checking a box because you have to be here. You've got to want to be here. And, and, and be able to take on the world, you, you can't do it alone. And the Spirit works through us. So you can pray. Pray is very important, but also um, having your brothers and sisters in Christ here in the sanctuary. Because if you can't feel secure in, your, in the church, um, how are you going to feel secure elsewhere? You, we should be able to leave our guard down when we come in here because we're all here for one purpose. And that's to worship our Creator and our Savior. And it flows from there, that love that we're able to share. Even in a nice hello or a happy Sabbath, uh, makes a difference. So I want to answer a question that maybe some of you are thinking, uh, at least I was, is it a sin not to go to church? Is it a sin? You know, do, you, do you have to go to church in order to make it to heaven? No. And thank God for that. However, let's, let's, uh, let me read to you what I wrote here. I didn't want to try to paraphrase it. Um, and it's answering the question, is it a sin to not go to church? While church attendance may not have any bearing on your salvation, it does indeed have a bearing on your obedience. If you have not joined, have not yet joined and regularly attend a church when you otherwise physically could, then you are not living in full obedience of, to God. Anything less than full obedience is what? Thank you. Disobedience. 
Disobedience is a sin. You cannot be obedient without receiving some kind of blessing, and you cannot be disobedient, which is sinning, without experiencing some negative consequence. And I like the fact that we can have a choice. When I used to be Catholic, a young kid, it's like, if you don't go to church, that's a mortal sin. It's a mortal sin. So you better go. And, and that's, that um, does not jive with the teachings of the Bible, of course. What a shock, right? Well, let me now read to you uh, some of the benefits of joining the church and, and attending and participating. What, what we miss out when we're not here together like we are today. Church is an act of worship, and you can worship God by singing hymns, hearing his word taught, tithing, and other acts of obedience. Church will enable you to meet like-minded people. You can establish godly friendships with others, encourage one another, and more. Many people have found spouses, established valuable friendships, business partners, and, and more by simply obeying God's word. I can tell you, I've made some terrific friends in the short few years I've been Seventh-day Adventist by coming to church that I never would have met otherwise. And so there's definitely blessings about being here. Church will help you to remain accountable to God. One function of the church is to discipline you when you become ensnared in sin and to help lead you back into fellowship and obedience with God. We all struggle with sin, and this helps us stay focused. Church enables us to learn God's word and will. A Bible-based church should have a pastor who teaches biblical sermons and also great Sabbath school teachers, and we have some really good ones here, that teach you the word on a weekly basis. This allows you to grow and mature as a Christian as the Holy Spirit will continue working in your life. Remember the Bible says, and this is Romans ten seventeen. Faith, and this is not on the slide, um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we're hearing the word of God right now. And, and, and being in the sanctuary gives us that opportunity for many that don't hear the word any other day other than on the Sabbath here in the sanctuary. That's another sermon for another day. Church will enable you to use your spiritual gift. God gives us all spiritual gifts when we become saved, and we need to use our gifts to build up the what? The body of Christ, his church. church. And lastly, church will enable you to serve. In addition to your spiritual gift, church will provide ample opportunities to serve others. You can do this by volunteering time, money, and other resources to help the church or individual members. So what I'm leading to is some good news and some bad news um, on this um, on this topic of why it's crucial to your faith to come to church. And let me um, hit a couple bad news components, but then I like going to the positive. Um, so right now here in this church here, over 50% of our members are, are AWOL. They're not here. They're not participating. And it's, it's, it saddens me, and I think many of the leaders here in the church, and it should sadden you that they're not ever going to come back. If they do, that's great. And we do have some new members who are, people are walking in that, that for the first time even today. Um, and so there's encouragement. Um, don't lose hope, but let's be realistic about what we're faced here. Okay? And so today in, in the sanctuary, we have about 25% of our membership represented. 
The last time we baptized someone in this church was August of 2020. In the last 12 months, we've only baptized three people. Before COVID hit, we were baptizing like crazy. We were bringing more people to the Lord. So that's a measurement that's, that's disturbing. And 40% of our, nearly 40% of our donations are down. So what does that mean? Lack of participation, ministries being cut, and those of us that are here are being burdened, not burdened, but certainly we have more work to do. There's more ministries, there's more callings than people can actually handle. And so um, we're staying strong. I think we're we a very vibrant church. We're resilient. And that's a positive, but the reality is it's not sustainable. We need, we need the, our members to come back. It's important for you to come back on so many levels. Now, the good news is, as I said, we opened July of 2020. We were able to adapt to the challenges. Zoom, we had our prayer meetings on Wednesdays. We have our Sabbath schools on Friday. Um, we've had some good core folks showing up. We've had some terrific discussions in glorifying God and inspired staying strong during some of these crises that we've endured. And now in the last couple of weeks, uh, we have over in the fellowship hall Sabbath school at 930. And so that's been wonderful. And I, I attended the first one last week and I, I got touched by the word that's helping me convey the spirit's wishes here. Um, so it's just been wonderful. And I think the greatest news is we've been meeting for seven months, not one case of COVID. You hearing that out there online? Not one case of COVID. We're doing the social distancing. We have the mask. We've been wiping down and the spirit has been protecting us. So if Burl can show up and be here, what's your excuse? All right. Think about that. You don't have to answer to me, but that's the spirit putting the question to you, and you do what your conscience guides you on. So let's pull up a slide and see how Scripture is backing up what Slevin's um, preaching. Jesus went to Nazareth. This is Luke four sixteen. Jesus went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, and as was his custom. So here is the Son of God. And he's still going to church. Even though he's the church, he's still going to the synagogue and worshiping. Let's go to Romans 12, 5. So, we're, so we being many form one body in Christ, and each member belongs to all the others. Amen. Let's go to Ephesians. We'll hit a couple of Ephesians here. Um, chapter 1, 22 to 23. And he put all things in sub subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Ephesians 4, 11, 12. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the what? body of Christ. And that's why we're here. Now let's see what some religious leaders have said and try to characterize this better than I could. Dwight Moody, church attendance is as vital to a disciple as a transfusion of rich, of rich, healthy blood to a sick man. Let's go to Corey Ten Boom. 
When a Christian shuns fellowship with other Christians, the devil smiles. And when he stops studying the Bible, the devil laughs. And when he stops praying, the devil shouts for joy. But notice what starts there. When you stop the fellowship, then these other matters start happening. And that's what Deuteronomy is trying to say. You know, when you're out there t- you know, being a lone wolf as a believer, uh, you're, you're going to have, it's, it, it, can't, it typically doesn't end well. And um, so that's what we're trying to prevent. So a couple of things here. Why is attending church crucial to your faith? I have three, three points here. First point, glorify God by going to church. Going to church glorifies God. You're walking, literally you're walking the talk, okay, by being here. You're, don't underestimate your presence here may affect someone else in their struggles. A simple, a simple um, greeting or comment um, during Sabbath school or um, a comment or insights after a sermon may inspire someone who's searching or hurting. You cannot ever underestimate your presence here. Let's go to Hebrews. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, right? But exhorting, which is supporting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Another reason why attending church is crucial to our faith, witnessing to one another at church. As I already commented, Barol, without even realizing, witnessed. I've seen, I've seen church members here, Hines, who um, passed away before COVID. You know, he was an usher. He was a deacon, right? And that man was in pain every day of his life. And, but he made it here, and he couldn't, finish out the whole worship. He had to go back and get his medications, but he came here suffering and carrying a cross that we came and understand. That inspired me. It should inspire you. We have Gene, um, one of our, our elders, 93 years old, always with a smile on his face, always ready to shake your hand, always willing to um, buck you up. We miss you, Gene, and we hope that we can see you here. And and I think also, I have to use my glass to look at my notes, getting older. Um, the power of this church is, is, is incredible. When I first came here, you, you've heard me talk about the little house in the prairie field. This church was thriving when it didn't even have a pastor. Many of you here, and the ones that we know that have left and moved on to other parts of the country, came together and made worship work, kept the church going. And, and there was not, there was pastors who came and went, but the congregation still stayed together. And, and so that, to me, shows that how vibrant and how powerful we are as a body. And, and that is something that we, we should keep striving for. And I'm sure the pastor wouldn't mind seeing that uh, from us a little bit more as well and, and, um, and able to direct that energy to, into ministries. Let's go to Acts um, 2, chapter 2, 46, 47. 
So continuing daily with our one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Third point as to why it's crucial to your faith to attend church. Well, participating in the body of Christ, which is his church, participating. Uh, I was one of those folks that, you know, believers, I just came to church, dropped off a check, listened to a sermon, decided whether or not I liked it, and left. And I came back next, you know, the following Sunday at that point um, as, a, as a Catholic. And um, boy, did I miss out. I really, I, you know, when you're in the Catholic pews, and some of you can relate to this, you don't even talk to your neighbor. There's a part in the, in the Mass where they tell you, okay, greet the people next to you. You have to be told to do it. There's not that interaction. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's cold. It's just cold. And I, you know, that, I never cared for that. Um, but this is the physical representation. As I said, we're physically representing the body of Christ right now in this worship, in this sermon. And, and so we are the body. Next slide, please. It must not, with J.C. Ryle, okay, good. It must not content us to take our bodies to church if we leave our hearts at home. Now, I've always said there's two kinds of people who go to church. The people of faith, they come to church because they want to. There's religious people because, you know, they come to church because they have to. And so it, at the end of the day, you've got to bring your heart. Even, even if you don't want to be here, open it up. Let's go to the next one with Francis Havergal. Uh, an, an avoidable absence from church is an infallible evidence of spiritual decay. It's only going to get harder, brothers and sisters. It's not going to get easier. You know, the devil feels like he has the upper hand. In some cases, I think he does. Um, he, as evidence today, he didn't want this word to get out. I can attest our AV folks, um, as of an hour before we started the service... The computers were out. It wasn't even going to be telecast. You on, online, we're not going to see this. It was not even going to be recorded. It was just going to be us. And I said, bring it on. And it's like, okay, well, we still can have, even if it's just 10 of us here, we can get the word out. And so the Holy Spirit, I think, trumped Satan. And here we are, breaking bread and praising God and getting the word out and hopefully bringing some of our brothers and sisters back to the fold. So take that, Satan. I I'm definitely feel uplifted as an elder. Um, I don't see decay in our church. I'm here in the sanctuary with you all. I see, I see brothers and sisters who are ready to, to proclaim the good word, the good news, um, and be strong in your faith. It's really those who are here today and who have been attending. You're the core of our church. And without you, um, there is no, the hope is not as much. And so don't underestimate your attendance here. Um, it's more than, than attendance is hope of what I'm trying to convey. And so I, I would say that you've definitely received a special blessing for being here. And those that could not make it, let me emphasize, those that have physical problems and, and health issues and family matters, um, you are here with us as well. And God knows your heart. And those that are on the bubble, you know, 
you know, it's either, it's one or the other. It's one or the other, and um, we pray that you decide rightly for your own course um, and for your Savior and your relationship with him. Let's go to the next slide. Gene Getz. Though true Christianity uniquely involves a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, like I said, you, like we discussed, you don't have to go to church to, in order to get to heaven. It is also a corporate experience, and that's the church, the body. Christians cannot grow spiritually as they ought to in isolation from one another. We have to be together. I saw a brother today um, at the door, and he's here. I haven't seen him in a while. It was great to shake his hand and hug him. It was great having that interaction. There's something about we're human beings. We have to shake hands. We have to be together. Doing this online isolation because you're fearful of dying from something that is, is now diminishing is it's not good enough anymore. It's not good enough. And Martin Luther, I say to him last, to gather with God's people in united adoration of the Father is as necessary to Christian life as prayer. So yes, um, look, we're, we're a family. And family's going to have their problems. We're going to have our personality conflicts. We're going to have our arguments. There's going to be some people here that, you know, we all, there's some folks we just don't want to see or be bothered with, right? It, it's just, let's just speak the truth. It's like any other family. But there's a love, there's a love in there. So, you know, I'm, I might not care for you or you might not care for me, but if someone attacks me, I'm thinking, or attacks you, I got your back. You know, I can criticize you, but someone on the outside can't. That's really what we, we, we're going to need. We're going to need that when, when the evil starts knocking on the door louder than we've ever seen before. Uh, so I promised you a, a prize. Well, first off, let me say, you today that are here in the sanctuary, here in the sermon, I think there's a special blessing for you. And I pray that the grace of God is bestowed upon you so that you can help bring others back and so that we can, we can have a fellowship and show Satan the power of God. And my prize to you for those who are here is this. The sermon's over. It's a shorter sermon. So you can enjoy the rest of your Saturday and Sabbath. And so that's, 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 the, um, that's the reward you have versus one that might go an hour and a half or longer than you care to hear. So I, I want to thank you for your inspiration, seeing your faces in, 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 the, um, in the pews, in the sanctuary, and those that are um, uh, receiving the Spirit through online. Um, this, is for, this right here is for you. Jesus died on the cross and was, res, was resurrected so you can have this opportunity to have this fellowship. So please uh, join me in prayer and closing. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us hope, giving us your Son, our Savior, who sacrificed himself on the cross so that we may have a relationship with you. And then in our Christian journey, be able to come on your holy day, this Sabbath day and all Sabbath days, to come together as a church family to worship and praise you and to feed our spirits and to feed 
to feed the knowledge that we, we crave, Lord, and knowing how prevalent you are in our lives, and more importantly, how much you love us. May we always uh, be worthy of that love in, in all our endeavors, and that we may keep your church going for the benefit of not only ourselves and our families, but those who are still seeking your word or haven't even heard of your word yet. Ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.